Hello and welcome to the Faith and Family Matters podcast, where we talk about issues that strengthen our faith and build stronger family connections. Please join us for today's podcast with our host, William Hemphill II, Pastoral Counselor. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to another podcast. I want to talk about a subject today, and that subject is embracing all of your unique gifts. Embracing all of your unique gifts, and a lot of this just comes from my own personal experience. Had received a text message uh, today from one of my colleagues in ministry. Uh, She was actually preparing to do a service for Ford Green. Now, first of all, I just want to say rest in heaven, Ford Green. Ford Green is one of three African-American men who integrated Georgia Institute of Technology or Georgia Tech. And why I am so grateful for him is because I'm a graduate of Georgia Tech. Without him and Ralph Long and Lawrence Williams, I would have never had a chance to go to Georgia Tech and get the education I did and become an engineer. So first of all, just want to say rest in heaven and my condolences to his family and of course to the Georgia Tech community and those who loved um, Mr. Green so very much. So I had received this text and my colleague asked me a little bit about what an engineer did. And so as I was looking at it and I thought about what an engineer did and in my own career, I thought about the fact that engineers fix problems. We analyze problems, we troubleshoot problems, we design or find a solution for problems, whatever they may be. And so in my communication career, I did a lot of testing to help design different software, different hardware. And then I also did a lot of troubleshooting of the particular products I did and also did some network design for customers. That's what I did as part of my engineering career. So, but what was interesting to me as I thought about that, I started thinking about my present career. In my present career, I work as a pastor and a pastoral counselor. I pastor a church, but I'm also a pastoral counselor. I work with couples who are having troubles dealing with marriage, help couples overcome affairs, help couples learn how to come closer together who have drifted apart. I also work with families, especially those who are adopted families, those who have adopted children. I work on helping families build and build attachments. And then, of course, I also work with anxiety and depression. I do it from a psychological and a spiritual basis because I am a person of faith, and I do believe that faith empowers people to do that. 
But in the midst of my career transition, one of the mistakes I would like to say I did is I kind of put the engineer in me aside, or so I thought. Short story, um, possibly almost 20 years ago, I was actually laid off from my engineering job. I was laid off from that job and let go, and I was in an industry that was downsizing, so it was difficult to find employment. At the same time, I was also starting and preparing for my ministry career, so I decided to just continue and go ahead on to seminary. Well, in going to seminary and preparing for ministry and different things, I assumed I'm not going to be an engineer anymore. I had nothing to do with engineering anymore. And so I laid all of that aside. What was interesting is I thought about that this morning and I was writing the text back to my colleague in ministry talking about the work that engineers do. It occurred to me that even though I'm a pastoral counselor now, I am still an engineer. What do I mean by that? I still solve problems or help people solve problems. The problems are just a little different now. Instead of them being technical problems or problems with machines or computers or communications equipment, I work on people problems. When couples are dealing with an affair, they come to me because they want help in rebuilding their marriage. When couples have drifted apart, they come to me because they're looking for a way how to reconnect and rekindle their marriage. That's a problem. When people are dealing with anxiety and depression and struggling with their faith because they might be in churches or other places that don't allow them to be depressed or criticize their faith because they come to me because they want someone who can affirm their spirituality but help them through the mental health challenges that they face. When people have adopted children and they're struggling with how to blend families and deal with the trauma and grief, they come to me. So in other words, I'm still solving problems. I'm still an engineer. So that's what I thought about as I began working and I sent that text. I am still an engineer. The engineer that I was trained to be many 10, 20 plus years ago is still within me and works as I work to counsel and pastor people. Why do I say this? I say this because as human beings, we have all been given unique gifts. But for whatever reason, oftentimes many of us push them aside. Maybe we're not encouraged to use them as you. Maybe we go into career and we're too busy working 9 to 5 or 8 to 6 or 10 to 10 or 12 to 12 or whatever hours we're working. And so we never get a chance to develop those gifts inside us. Maybe someone told us those gifts weren't valid and so we shoved them away. I like to say that God 
gave us unique design. And part of that unique design comes when we embrace our gifts fully. So in my case, as a pastor, looking to help people with spiritual issues, as a counselor, looking to help people with mental health issues, I embrace the engineer in me because it helps me to work with people to help to solve problems. I say that to give us some encouragement today. And the encouragement today is for all of us to embrace our gifts, embrace our uniqueness, embrace our passions. Why is this important? I think it's important for two reasons. One, when we embrace our gifts fully, it allows us to live a more pleasurable life. I work with a lot of people who are depressed. And many times part of that depression is because people haven't found meaning in life. One of the reasons I believe they hadn't found meaning is because they haven't taken the time to use those God-given gifts. And see, there's something special about a God-given gift. We like using them. And so we use them, we enjoy life. One of my gifts is speaking. I love public speaking, so I'm here sitting on the live talking to people. I'm here recording a podcast talking to people. I like getting on stage or in pulpits sharing truths. There is enjoyment in that because I am using part of God's unique design for me. Even going back to the engineer, I like solving problems and working on issues. That is embracing part of God's unique design for me. So I encourage us to use our God-given gifts because, one, it allows us to have a more pleasurable and enjoyable life. The second thing is this. I think that when we use our God-given gifts, it allows us to contribute to the world. It allows us to bring a positive contribution to the world. What do I mean by that? I've recorded videos. I've recorded sermons. I've recorded podcasts. I've written books. Sometimes people hear them and they remind me of how it may have encouraged them through difficult times. A lot of people I don't know. But because I've used my God-given gift, I've allowed myself to be able to touch people all across the world. You can do the same thing. Your gift has the, has the ability to touch people all across the world, both near and far. And when we do that, it allows us to create meaning in our lives, and it allows us to make the world a better place. I think this is so important. I think many times people view spirituality or following God as some type of burden. What about the pleasure of using your God-given gifts? to help people. 
make the world a better place, but also to bring enjoyment into your life. So that's what I did, and that's why I bring it to you. I fully embrace the engineer and the pastoral counselor, and I use that to help others. My hope is that this talk will help you to take a look, to examine yourself, to see what gifts you actually have, what gifts you haven't used, and to begin using them, even if it's on what you might call a little basis. Because it's even in the using of that gift that you can bless somebody else. This is William Hemphill, pastoral counselor, thanking you for listening to me today. Hopefully this blesses you. Until the next time, take care. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We hope that the show has been a blessing to you. If you would like more information on personal counseling, couples counseling, adoptive family counseling, or other products and services, please go to ffeonline.org. For questions about the show, please email us at faithandfamilymatterspodcast at gmail.com. 